Are you a mum looking for some parenting inspiration, tips and advice, stories on the ups and downs we face in our lives as parents, some humour and a little bit of fun? Then you may have just found what you're looking for. Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach known to many as your parenting partner. As a mum to three teenagers, you can bet I've probably been there, done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. Episode 537, Smartphones for Kids. There's a new kid on the block. I'm super excited to share with you today on the show. I have Bill Brady joining me and we are going to be talking about something you are all eager to know more about, kids and their device use, in particular, their mobile phones. Those of you who tune into the show regularly and know me, know that I mentioned Gab and Dumb phones, which are mobile phones specifically designed for kids. Bill has spent three years helping make cell phones safer for kids and is the co-founder of a company called Trumi, that's T-R-O-O-M-I, and I will put a link to the Trumi website in the show notes so you can get hold of Bill and the phones that they're manufacturing. They make a smartphone that is unique for its kids' smart operating system. Bill has five kids, which I am sure helped him help motivate him to come up with a safer phone for them and all the other kids out there. Wow, Bill, five kids. I'm in awe. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. And I'm really looking forward to chatting with you. Oh, good morning. And thank you, Louise, for having me on. Thrilled to be with you and your audience today. Yeah. So Bill, share with us all what got you into it? What what motivated you to get into this whole world of making the the online world, particularly in the form of phones, safer for kids? Well, you know, the whole story goes back a long time. In my uh, education, I focused on marketing and communications. And even back before smartphones were invented, I wrote a, a paper in my university studies that really called out concerns about what we're doing to ourselves with technology adults included, not just kids, but looking in this, this was way back in the, in the late nineties. And, and I was concerned about uh, just the impersonalization that was creeping into the way we communicate because of technology. And and this uh, certainly skyrocketed a few years later when uh, smartphones came out and social media took over everything. And, just had a dramatic effect on the way we think and communicate. Uh, Some studies show the way we think and have have even created this inability to be still and just to ponder and meditate. Um, And of course, I became a dad. As you mentioned, I've got five kids. Uh, Our oldest is 17. Our youngest is five. So I'm dealing with all of these questions right now myself about kids and and technology. The bottom line is, Louise, that when we started giving kids smartphones, when when the iPhone came out, we just didn't have a clue 
about what the consequence of that would be. And, you know, fast forward 15 years, and it's clear that there is a whole lot of danger uh, that, uh, that happens when you give a kid this unbridled phone. Everything from some of the obvious ones are content issues, you know, pornography and violence. And then you've got the obvious issues around predators and, and safety in that vein. But there's even more than that. It's also the, the stress and the anxiety and the depression that studies now show are it's, it's, directly linked to social media. I mean, it's through the roof. It's up 400% in tweens and teens. And it's very, very scary because they're anxious when they're on it and they're anxious when they're off it. It's, it's a, it's, it's, you, they can't win. They're absolutely hooped. Well said, that's, that's exactly true. So stemming from that background I have in, in communications and out of concern for my own kids and all kids, also dealing with the reality of, hey, this is the world we live in. Kids do have to learn how to use technology. Uh, but the, the intention that we have is how do we help kids learn how to use technology in a responsible, guided you know, or, or guardrailed kind of way uh, so that they're, they're learning how to use technology commensurate with their age, their maturity, with the actual need and not just as a default of, hey, we should spend our lives on screens, which I generally don't agree with. Yeah, no, they've become hypnotized by a world that doesn't exist. And, you know, for, for so much of the time that they're, they're on their phones, they just don't realize how addictive these platforms are. I mean, not all of them, but you know, the so typically the social media platforms and the, and the gaming platforms are so highly addictive and persuasive. You know, I always say to parents, yes, you will have to remind your child to come off their phone because while you remind them once or twice, Snapchat, TikTok, and Instagram are reminding them 300 times. Stay with me, stay, don't <laughs> yes. leave me. I'm your best friend. I'm your link to all your, your world. And parents are saying you need to put your phone down. I mean, we're up against the tidal wave of notifications from these phones. So, you know, as much as we, we kind of expect a teenager to be able to put their phone down, I think it's very, very hard. It's very hard for us to put our phones down. So, um, yeah. Oh, and new studies are showing that. Uh, even the industry itself is coming to terms with the danger uh, I'm sure you've seen uh, The Social Dilemma on mm. Netflix as a, as a recent example. I mean, these products are designed to be addictive, bottom line. Yeah. And, uh, and the people who make them frequently postpone the age at which they give their own kids devices because yeah. they know how dangerous it is. Yeah. Absolutely. So what, what is different about the the phones that you have been involved in in their development and manufacturing production of so you know in a general category you know i've spent um, some time here in the industry now looking at what is a what is a limited phone that we can give kids um you know, what's a device that we can give them? So a young kid, for example, just has talk and text. And, I, I, and I've heard you say that before, mm -hmm. that a child shouldn't have, doesn't need more than talk and text. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a, a great camera so they can take pictures. Um, 
And so that, that, generally speaking, has been my background, is, is, uh, is looking at those kinds of solutions for kids. With TrueMe, in, in this recent company that, that I co-founded, we really set out to, to take that a step further and to look at, you know, so, so generally speaking, the question, should a phone for kids be safe? Well, of course, duh, <laughs> of course it should be. Yeah. But how do we also make it practical? Because I've heard so much feedback from kids and from parents who say, hey, I gave my child a, a very limited device, talk and text only, and they outgrew it in six months. In six months, it, it wasn't providing what they needed for school, for example, or for the hobby that they have. Um, and I experienced this with my own daughter, where I had given her, she was 12 years old, and I gave her a talk and text only device. And in 30 days, she never had it with her. And I pulled her aside to say, hey, Jenna, give me, give me some feedback here. Help me understand. I thought you were excited about this. And, um, and she said, well, dad, it's really not that useful to me. It doesn't do any of the things I, I want it to do. And I, and I just for, for a little split second, I got defensive. And I said, well, you know, we're not doing social media. So what are the things that you want it to do? And she said, I'm not talking about social media. Uh, she said, I love taking pictures. I love photography. That's, that's my hobby. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the, the camera she had on that really limited device did, wasn't producing pictures that were a high enough quality to be useful to her. She said, I'd love to be able to do a Photoshop app a Photoshop tutorial kind of app or a graphic design app. And she listed off some other things. And as a dad, I was comfortable with all of them. You know, my biggest concerns are addictive games, uh, you know, harmful content, you know, pornographic content, violent content, uh, and social media. Those are my concerns. But I got thinking, what if we could create a, an operating system where you could give a child, a young child, a very limited experience, but then step them into additional functionality with guardrails as they mature. And that's what we set out to do with Trumi. Fantastic. Yeah, no, I mean, it sounds, it sounds great. And there's a, there's, a huge, there's a huge market for it. The parents will be all for it. But the kids will be like, I don't want one of those phones, uh, mom, book or dad, because I want all, all my friends are on Snapchat. If I'm not on Snapchat, I don't get to be part of the conversation. I'll get left <laughs> out. And, you know, I mean, I have it from my son because I, I say to my youngest, I say to him, you know, you're, you're not going to be on it all the time. I mean, I do. I, I do have guardrails on his phone. I don't I have I don't have. Uh, a router or, or limits set specifically on each platform but I oversee the whole thing and you know when he's at home I'm like no you're not sitting on the sofa watching the tv with your phone in your hand one or the other yeah. um but you know his his biggest fear I think would be that he would his friends he'd be left out of the loop and part of me as a parent feels that for him because I no parent wants their child to be left out of the loop so if every child in the loop had a Trumi phone perfect because then your daughter would be able to chat with everybody she wants to chat with and be able to work out where to meet them when they're going to McDonald's when they're whose house they're going to which park they're going to meet in 
they're all on the same device. I think what, what I would foresee that you're up against is that my kid doesn't want to be the one with the only phone that doesn't access everything. And until all parents jump on board. So I'm going to say to everybody listening, jump on board here and, and reach out to your friends, parents and just say, listen, are you fed up with all this phone stuff? Are you constantly whinging and nagging at your kids to get off their phones? Do you hate the fact they're on social media? If so, why don't we get them all onto this other type of device? So at least they can still communicate with each other um, as a group, because it is it is a real problem for them when they are the only ones who don't have access to the one program that everyone's yeah. on. Yeah, and the, 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 those are great points. And, and the way we handle that in our operating system is a Trumi device can communicate with any device. Um, but the difference is that it, it has a functionality that we call safe listing. So nice. where through the parent portal, uh, a parent can go in, and this and this is accessible from any device on any platform. A parent can go in, and for a young kid, say, "Hey, here are the five or ten people that I'm comfortable with you communicating with." So, a Trumi phone can't receive spam calls, for example. Right. It can't re receive a a call from a potential predator. It's only the calls that mom or dad designates in that parent portal. Now for a young kid, uh, you know, that, that would be a very limited amount of numbers. For one of my teenage daughters, it would be a, a massive amount of numbers. Uh, and eventually I might turn that off altogether as a child approaches adulthood and mm -hmm. has learned and can, can discipline his, him or herself and also be aware of how to watch out for red flags. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so that's that's one of the ways we do that is through this safe listing. But if someone is safe listed in the parent portal, I mean, your child can can call with them and text with them anything else that uh, you know they would they would normally do. Yeah. But like you said, the difference is that we we are we feel so strongly about the dangers of social media that we don't have social media on the devices, which our parents love because <laughs> yes, they, because they see the challenges of it. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, I, I love it too. Um, I just know that there's backlash certainly from the kids because they want to be on what everyone else is on. You know, it's, it's like yeah. saying to your kid, uh, no, you can't go to the party. You know, the party's on, but you can't go. It's like, the party's on in Snapchat, but you can't go. And I mean, there are certain things where you just know you can't do it, and especially when they're younger. Absolutely. As they get a bit older, it, it definitely gets harder. But when yeah. they're younger, I mean, it, they shouldn't. Who am I to say? But delay, delay, delay. Like, leave it as long as you possibly can before you put the Internet in their pockets. And I think one of the things that's essential for us as parents is rather than just saying no, 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 it's, it's getting into the why. Mm -hmm. And I remember sitting down with uh, my daughter who's 17 now, you know, she started asking for, you know, these platforms when she was 13 years old and unequivocally, we weren't going there. You know, my mm -hmm. wife and I had decided that. And rather than just say, no, you can't do that. No, you can't do that we sat down and really talked through why we felt that way. You know, here are the potential risks, here are the potential dangers. And 
we don't want those things for you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and just, we, we were fortunate, you know, and, and, I, and I know it doesn't always work out as smoothly with every child because every personality is different. But my daughter didn't like it, but we didn't fight about it either. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, things are working out. And, and that kind of, since she was our oldest, that's kind of set the pattern for all of our other kids where they're not expecting to be on Snapchat or Instagram or, or anything until they, you know, are, are older and, yeah. you know, going into adulthood. So it, it, it as parents, I, I think there's a, a wonderful opportunity to have a really constructive relationship with our kids and involve them in our thinking and our decision-making help them understand the why as opposed to just no, no, no. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, without doubt, it's easier to to transition them um, away from it or if transition is the wrong word because they've never been in it. But if they've never been in it, it's easier for them to keep <laughs> them out of it and give them something. For parents whose kids are in it, you know, how do you get them out of it and into something that to the child is less shiny but to the parent is like, this is heaven. And yeah. you know, I believe there are ways to do it for sure. Is it easy? No. But I think as parents, you have to be the leader. You have to steer the ship. You have to captain the ship. And if you are listening and you are not 100% happy with what's going on with your kids and their device use, then, you know, as Bill said, sit down, have a chat with them and say to them, look, this is what I would be saying. It's got to the stage where if you can't manage this and stay off it and not be on it all the time and sleep with it and eat with it and poop with it and whatever with it, then you won't have it at all. So you, what do you want here? You either toe the line and you've got it or you're not, you're, it's going and it's going to be replaced with this. Um, I would also suggest uh... And there's actually a resource that I, I can send you and you can include it in the notes if you like. It's, yeah, a, it's a, some research that was done uh, a couple of years ago by the Pew Research Center. Oh, I've heard and of they talked to P-E-W. P-E-W. And they talked to thousands of kids. And the result of that research showed that over half of kids feel like they spend too much time on their devices. Mm-hmm. In honest moments, they admit that. And they, and they recognize, wow, I am, I am addicted to this. And they feel like it's too much time. And, and I think that's a great way to go into that conversation with our kids too, is uh, it, if, if you've already gone down that road and the genie's out of the bottle, as it were, yeah. um, you know, just have those, those quiet, honest conversations and really get to understanding how the, how the child is feeling about anxiety and stress and depression mm-hmm. and, uh, and have genuine conversations about, you know, what digital life does, how digital life influences that. Um, and perhaps that, perhaps that research, you know, might be a good starting point yeah. for a conversation with kids. Absolutely. So explain more about the, you know, more about this, this phone in terms of this talk and text, but there's, there's apps and there's a, there's a kid smart system in there. Um, so explain a bit more about, you know, if, if more kids had this phone, 
you know, how would they be able to, you know, how how can they collaborate with each other? And, you know, there are, you said there were apps on it and is it Android or is it, it yeah, just explain a little yeah. bit more about it because I'm sure parents are interested in it. Yeah, so uh, we use Samsung devices. So one of the things that's important to us is that we wanted to have hardware that kids would be excited to use. Uh, <laughs> I've talked to all the kids who have had off-brand devices or, or flip phones, and they just want to die. You know, to yeah. pull that out at school, there's so much pressure. So first and foremost, we started with quality devices that kids will be happy to use and parents can trust for reliability. So we're using Samsung devices. Uh, and there are two of them. One of them we sell for 179. It's the, the Galaxy A12, has a 16 megapixel camera, which is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then the Galaxy A32, which is also under $300 and priced well for a, for a child, that has a 48 megapixel camera, which is <laughs> unimaginable. Wow. So that's the first step is we use, we use good devices. What really makes the experience different is our operating system. So we've spent the last year building a, a, an operating system called KidSmart. And what KidSmart does is it allows the phone to grow with the child based on the parent's perception of that child's needs, maturity, and, and just how, how disciplined they can be as they take on additional functionality. So a typical sequence might go like this, you know, let's say you give, and I won't even say age because that's so different from family to family. Let's say you give a younger child a device, uh, one of the devices, you would have it set to talk and text. And again, safe listed so that the child can only communicate with those people that you designate. But, you know, school is one of the first places where there, uh, an additional need uh, comes in. Where I've had kids as young as sixth grade come home and say, I have to have an email address. And, uh, and it's required in the classroom. So, you know, you picture that kind of the next stage, stage of development is adding email, mm -hmm. but again, safe listing those email contacts. So the child can only go in and out of communication with people that you designate. Uh, so that's, that's a safety factor. Uh, also in school, and then as well for, you know, different kids, hobbies and stuff, you have websites that are, you know, would be very useful. And there are a lot of constructive, good websites out there. Absolutely. So picture introducing, you know, clicking a button that says, yes, I'd like to add the browser to the phone, but with domain safe listing. So the child can only go to those domains that you designate. For a young kid, maybe that's five. And mm -hmm. uh, for an older kid, it might be 500. It, yeah. You know, just it's completely up to you as the, the parent. And then the last thing that's really different is that we've, we've uh, curated and vetted a suite of apps that we call Kids Smart Apps. And those are available for selection in the parent portal. The kid on the phone never sees an app store. It doesn't exist on the phone. But in the parent portal, a parent can see organized by category. Here are the apps for science, technology, and engineering. Here are the apps for creativity. 
here are the apps for athletics or for faith and spirituality, whatever those, those categories are. And then they just go through and click, 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 click. They choose the apps that they would like to have on the child's phone and they show up minutes later. Fantastic. Two, a couple of questions I've got, because I'm quite sure the listeners will be, have similar questions. One is how do they access music? So one of the apps that we've got on there is uh, Spotify Kids. Uh, and, uh, you know, parents can have an additional layer of, of filtering available through that app. Uh, so there is a streaming option. And then, of course, uh, a parent can download MP3 files onto the device as well. Okay, excellent. And the other question I had was around how, how parents are often asking, but my kid gets around everything. He just, he, he, you, know, gets, <laughs> he, you know, they're amazing coders, right? They, they, they get into everything. They've even got fingerprints. They've got their parents' fingerprints at, on the tip of their own fingers somehow. So is it, is it can, do the, can the kids hack their way out of it and into other things that, that we don't want them to be on or what they want to be on? So I, I'm glad that you brought that up because we put a lot of time into that very question. One of the things I learned that's terrifying is that uh, in most high schools, there are kids who are known as the, the cell phone hackers mm -hmm. or, you know, and you can go to school and give a, give one of these kids your phone and a hundred bucks and at the end of the day, there are no parental controls that you need to worry about. Yeah. And it's terrifying. Um, and I've had kids tell me that. That's, that's, that, oh, that's yeah. stories directly from children that have told me that. Oh, yeah. So what, what we, um, anything where the, the, the filtering or the safety mechanisms happen at a network level is, uh, is hackable. Kids can get around that. What we did was we built directly into the operating system. So Android is open source. So we, uh, we built off of that. There was functionality that Android didn't have natively that we built um, and, and added to it. Um, so that's the, that's the first thing is it's operating system level. You, you can't reset it. You can't erase the phone. It's there, period. Um, the second thing is that none of the controls are on the device. The controls are only available through the parent portal, which as a parent, you would keep that sacred like you would your bank account. Yeah. You know, you, you can only get into it if you, you know, with that, that username and password with that level of security. And can the parents get on? So that portal is that accessible for the parent on any device or? Any device, yep. Yeah, so, uh, so a parent could have an iPhone and get into the portal on the Samsung Trumi phone. 100%. Yeah. So okay. it's, uh, we built that uh, to be platform agnostic. So it's, uh, it's a web app. Uh, so you go to parent.trumi.com is, okay. is where you log into that. So it's just like going to a web page. Um, there will be an app version of that in the that? future. But the kids could get into that. They would have to have your username and password to right. do, uh, to yeah. get into that. But uh, you know the the example I use, you know, if right now my kids wanted to get into my bank account, there's no way in a million years they could. You know, mm -hmm. they 
so it's the same kind of thing. Uh, yeah. If you shared your username and password with them, of course they'll do. Yeah, that would be yeah. a problem. Yeah, and how can they access? How do they? If if parents listening are wanting to explore more, the website we'll put the show, we'll put the links in the show notes. Is it trumi.com? Trumi.com uh, is uh, is is the website, and so you can learn more there about the 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 functionality and our operating system. And also get a get a feel for for the brand. One of the things that I love about what we've built is it's it's energetic and optimistic. Um, it sounds it, yeah. We're 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 really grounded in this belief that kids can learn and do and become anything. We love the limitless potential of children, and so that's what we're trying to guard. You know, provide some guardrails for is really give them a safe, empowering experience to help them become great adults and, and accomplish their dreams. We, we try and stay away. Certainly we have to talk about the issues and the dangers, but um, our, there's nothing that's negative or untrusting of kids in our brand. We, we believe and hope for the best in kids. I love that. That sounds amazing. And so parents listening, go to trumi.com and then I presume on that website, it will say to a parent, you need to go and buy this phone or this phone. And then you load it up with all, then you go into parent.trumi.com and you create your own account and you can set the, you, you then set the, the functionality on the phone. So it's actually all in one place. So we are the, the, the phone and the operating system and the monthly service. Oh, okay. So, you know, parents will, will buy the, the phone from us and it will come with the operating system on it. And then they'll also sign up for the, uh, the, the coverage plan. So we have talk and text unlimited beginning at $14.95 a month. Wow. And then based on other functionality that you add that increases a little bit from there, but extremely, extremely affordable yeah. uh, for just about every family. Fantastic. Oh, I, I love the sound of that. And I hope that parents listening are taking it on board and that if you have friends who have younger kids, the, you know, the, the advice is delay, delay, delay. And when you do get a phone like this, like the Trumi phone, is it, is it known as the Trumi phone or is it known as the, you know, what is there a, like a, a name for it? Is it, you have a Trumi, you have a Samsung, but it's for parents. What, what would they refer to it as? Yeah, I think people will generally say a Trumi phone because it's it's really the operating system that creates the experience. Yeah. But just know that Trumi phones use quality devices from from Samsung that yeah. kids will be happy to use. Yeah. Bill, thank you so much. What a, a fund of information for parents. And let's hope that, I mean, my dream, my dream is that smartphones, or you know the phones with with the internet are become a like drinking underage, like it you know aged eighteen you know they can't get these smartphones and that there are the only phones they can get are phones like this where we do give them an experience that they need because I mean who I kids need to have access to certain functions and if it's through a phone yeah and you know the the world's got used to. Uh, a, a life with phones so to deny Certainly. your child a phone 
would be remiss because I mean it is part of life right now we're in a digital age but it's which phone do you give your child access to what do you let them into and how do we preserve their um, their path as kids and allow them to be the children that they are for as long as they can be and not not influence them with with things and platforms and systems that are robbing them of their childhood, that are robbing them of the capacity to be bored, that are robbing them of being creative. So I love that you have poured your heart and soul into this to try and make this digital world a safer and better place for kids to be kids and to tap into their potential and help them stay motivated for the real world and thirsty and hungry for things outside of the virtual world. So Bill, thank you. And uh, that's all very, very well said, Louise. You, you just hit the nail on the head. I, I appreciate that. Oh, thank you. And I look forward to be keeping in touch. And um, as I said to everybody listening, if you want to get hold of a this phone, then go to truly.com. The notes will be in the show notes. And if you are struggling with getting your kids off their phones, I am starting a new cohort of group coaching in September on Mondays and Thursdays, starting Monday, September the 13th, I think it is. I'll put the, li the link for the sign up to that. If you want to join like-minded parents and help get your kids off their phones, set some limits, hold the limits, perhaps even switch out these smartphones with a Trumi phone, then join me in September. But I'll be chatting to you before then. If you need anything, send me an email, louise at yourparentandpartner.com. And thank you all so much for listening. Till next time, bye for now. Thank you again, Bill, and we look forward to speaking to you soon. Thank you. That's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And don't forget to take a look at the Parenting in the Thick of It family organizer that I created. It's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar. You can find the link for this and the other social media platforms that I am on below the description in this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.